1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Buy you 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland, And, uh, as we wind down after the, uh, after the pandemic, the year and a half that our country kind of just uh, stopped, at least as we knew it for a while, say uh, that's one of the reasons why crime is up in a bunch of places because of the uh, be- be- because of the pandemic. I don't know if I would use that as an excuse, but just uh, two nights ago here in New Orleans on Monday night. Uh, there were men who were shot and robbed after getting into a car wreck and while they were waiting for the New Orleans Police Department to show up on the Claiborne Avenue overpass. M- men, men got, th- there was a fender bender, a, a car wreck, And after that happened, while the men were just hanging out waiting for the cops to show up, waiting for the NOPD, they were robbed and shot. And not only that, but also on Monday night, three men were robbed after running out of gas on Interstate 10 here in New Orleans. So, I mean, look, we knew crime was bad, but you can't even get in a car crash or you can't even run out of gas
3: without getting robbed. Just think about the bravery it takes to rob someone knowing that the cops are on their way. With The first one, the the, the people who were in the accident were waiting on a police to show up, and these guys still decided to rob these guys with the police on the way there to the scene. Well, those
2: men know, Coleman, something that I've said on this radio show a lot that the New Orleans police, they're over 500 cops short, and they have been for upwards of a decade now because of the uh, federal consent decree. And I've lived in this city a long time. And one thing that hasn't changed in a long time is if you get in a fender bender in the city of New Orleans, if you get in a car crash, you better have a bunch of time on your hands to wait. For a cop to show up because they're we we're, we're, we're so undermanned that that you, you you get in a car crash you, you get get a fender bender you're going to be waiting a long time for a New Orleans cop and and I'm sure the uh the robbers of the people who got in the car crash on Monday night they know that the, the criminals in New Orleans know how short
3: handed the New Orleans Police Department is. They know. So what do the victims do now? Do they call the cops twice? Like They call the cops to report, hey, we've gotten to a car accident. Then they get robbed. Then they call the cops again. Oh, by the way, that car accident, we also got robbed. Yeah. Send backup.
2: NOPD. Two men were robbed around 10 p.m. two nights ago on Monday night at the South Claiborne Exit on the South Claiborne Avenue overpass These two guys had gotten in a car accident there there were two guys in the car one was 36 years old the other 19 They called police and while waiting for police to arrive three men approached them with a gun and took their cell phones and cash a suspect fired a gun and grazed both victims The suspects then fled. Again, that was uh, two nights ago around 10 o'clock at night. And then two nights ago, about three hours after that, three men were robbed at I-10 West after running out of gas near the City Park Avenue exit. The men were with their vehicle on the side of the interstate when another car with three men inside pulled up. Two of those men got out of the vehicle and ransacked the stranded vehicle before fleeing in the car they arrived in. Police classified the crime as simple robbery, and that's all we know about that. What we don't know, if it was the same three men who robbed and shot at the the other vehicle that got in the uh, car accident.
3: So that must suck. You get into a car crash, and for the most part, you come out unscathed. But then you still get shot. Like you survived the car crash. It was a fender bender, so, oh, good. I'm okay. My personal body's okay. But then some men come around and just put a bullet graze in you anyway after you survived the car crash.
2: Yeah, as if getting in a car crash isn't bad enough while you're waiting for the police after you called them. Uh, not only do you get robbed, you get shot at and you get grazed. That's getting in a car crash in New Orleans. And then three hours later, another car running out of gas in New Orleans. Um, as Your car's up there on the, on the highway and you're... And you're I don't know if you if you if you called the cops if you called AAA if you if you called a friend. Hey, I need uh, I need a can of gas.
3: That's probably why they were waiting for a can, you know, for somebody to show up with a can of gas. Usually, if I if I were to run out of gas, I just get out the car and start walking to the closest gas station with a gas can in my hand.
2: And I don't like whether it's here in New Orleans because crime is is is
3: through the roof. I
2: or if it's another city. I don't like blaming the pandemic. And we've seen some people, well, it's because of the pandemic. Well, what do you mean it's because of the pandemic?
3: This text says, New Orleans is out of control and has been for quite some time. The only police you see is the one that hides that hide to write tickets. Yeah, that's frustrating.
2: Such an understaffed uh, police uh, department where we're 500 cops short and when you when you need them when you when you call them it takes a while for them to show up yet if you're driving somewhere maybe a little bit fast and then you look in your rear view mirror wait a minute why is there a cop there now why i, I thought we're so undermanned why why, why 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 is this officer in my rearview mirror right now this blows
3: you know stuff like this keeps continuing and I hate to think this way, at some point it's going to be vigilante justice. People are just going to start arming themselves cuz they they're not going to feel like they have anybody to rely on. If the cops don't improve their, you know, their response time, which they probably can't since they're understaffed, and then when you do try to call the police you get a recorded message, at some point people are going to start to realize I have to fend for myself to in, in my day-to-day life. I can't rely on backup, I can't rely on the police in a timely manner. So the the best option is to just protect myself, arm myself, and if something goes down, take it upon myself to handle the situation.
2: Yeah, we're not supposed to be vigilantes, but um, when you when you see the situation with the uh, understaffed New Orleans Police Department, and you start seeing these stories, it's like, geez. I do know that the New Orleans police officers. I I do know that oh oh uh we we got. Uh, a couple of million dollars to 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 get some more cops. I I I know that. We just we just need to get the get the cops. And I don't know of any other city in in the United States that is 500 cops short and has been for upwards of of a decade. I I don't I don't know where else that happens. I I, I don't think it happens anywhere else. All right. Um. But it just sucks when you Get in a car crash and then you get robbed after that while you're waiting for the cops and then you
3: run out of gas and you. Yeah, you can't have car problems in a city. Mm.
2: All right. Um, Coming up on the show, I've got a list of things that are illegal, but they're not ethically wrong. Uh, Hang out for that. And starting tomorrow, there's going to be. Oreo-flavored wine that is for sale. I mean, usually you'd think you'd like one or the other. I'd like some Oreos or I'd like some wine. But now we've got Oreo-flavored wine. Hang out with us. we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com.
2: Buy you 95.7 New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. You know, we always like to look out for you when we hear something that could help your health we we will tell you about it we uh we have your back and i saw this and i said woo taking viagra cuts the risk of alzheimers by up to 69% <laughs> and it also could be prescribed to beat dementia According to a new study Can you can you believe that Um, We we may be in a place where very soon doctors could be telling us take Viagra
3: It'll it'll help you not get Alzheimer's and uh, dementia well the first question I have is does that work for both men and women Because typically, I don't think women take Viagra, but if it can help with Alzheimer's and dementia, maybe some women should look into seeing if the Viagra could work for them. Well, Coleman, um,
2: to answer your question, yes, but scientists claim that Viagra may help boost brain health and cut levels of toxic proteins
3: that trigger dementia and Alzheimer's. I didn't know there was such thing as toxic proteins. That's new to me. Experts analyzed data on 7.2
2: million United States adults and found regular users had a 69% lower chance of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's over the next six years. It's kind of ironic how the number of uh, people who take Viagra is is 69% lower, your chances of of
3: getting Alzheimer's. (laughs) Ah, I see what you did over over the next few years What I found interesting is they said they studied people and not just men so that means somewhere out there There are women taking Viagra for some reason Medics
2: say the findings published in the journal of nature. It, it's called uh, nature aging journal Suggests the uh, Viagra the little blue pill could soon be prescribed to tackle dementia and and Alzheimer's. But I wonder if you take Viagra to help fend off Alzheimer's and dementia if um. You're still going to have that the issue that that you first started taking Viagra for. If you're going to have that for for three hours at a time,
3: I mean, I take it if it helps me. Say if if, if it keeps me from uh, you know, getting dementia and all the time. Is I walk around with a stiffy for three hours. It doesn't bother me.
2: Yeah, sure, you're, uh, you you have a lot less chance of getting Alzheimer's and dementia,
3: but uh, things are going to be hard. Truly. <laughs> and the thing is, I can see a lot of women being disappointed. You know, they look at you and they, they, they think they've excited you and, y- you know, they aroused you and you're just like, no, ma'am, I'm just looking out for my health. You know, they say stuff like, huh, is that a... Is that a pool stick in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? And it's like, no, I'm just trying to stop from getting dementia. Don't don't get too excited. Yeah. Sure, that's a poll, but
2: yeah, <laughs> I'm not getting dementia. <laughs>
4: so
2: so Dave,
3: David says Viagra was invented to keep old men from rolling out of bed.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. Well, I I've, I've always I mean it's 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 incredible what what? What medicine can do, and what they can do with medicine, and and, and I've always I've always thought that, um, sure, Vi- Viagra, yeah, that that's great what it does. But do you think you think God knew what He was doing when He made it that older men uh, don't get that. Any more, for a reason? Because we 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 lose our marbles upstairs. Shouldn't we lose our marbles downstairs
3: when we when we lose our marbles upstairs? I'm not sure if that's the case. Then you can say that about it. every medical technology. Like why? What's the point if if we're gonna say hey we're not supposed to take the blue pill because God didn't intend for us to have an erection after a certain age? It's like, well, what about every other medical advanced in suppo- Is my lifespan not to, supposed to go up to 80 and 90 because of all the new technology we have that's supposed to stop us from dying? Like we can lower our cholesterol. We can do yoga now. We have all these things that help us expand our life and better our lives. You know, you think that would be part of it. Like and now you can still have an erection too, you know? Well, they are now planning a fresh study to test the
2: benefits of uh, the generic version of Viagra. That's called. That's call, called, Slidenfill.
3: That sounds German. Slide and fill.
2: Well, it's actually it's actually it's actually, sit and fill. Ah, uh-huh. it's the generic version of Viagra, and they're they're they're, gonna give that. To people who have Alzheimer's to people who just get alzheimer's and and they're gonna see if uh
3: if if, if this is right on they they believe it is do you remember what viagra was a uh, it, uh originally intended for because I know it wasn't for erections they was trying to do something else and it and then they figured out that it doesn't work for that particular issue but it does help you main you know get and maintain an erection but I forget what it is but it seems like. Viagra is doing everything but the thing it was originally intended for. It's helping with Alzheimer's and dementia and erections, but whatever they decided to do with it at first is doing everything but that. Well, my question, Coleman, is if,
2: if 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 they find out that this is this 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 works, are are people going to be running around? Are are, are guys going to be running around all all, all excited? Uh, while they're taking this to fend off Alzheimer's and dementia, it wouldn't be a bad thing if they sure were. sure, it's a great thing that you don't get Alzheimer's or dementia, but uh, you know you've got this issue in your pants now uh, while you're while you're fending off those uh, awful
3: things. Well, you remember what to do with it if that's the case because now you don't have dementia and Alzheimer's so you know how to relieve the situation yourself. Hunter says the two ingredients in Viagra are a miracle g- grow and fix a flat oh yeah it was for blood pressure that's what it was it was supposed to be a blood pressure medication thanks Hunter so that's how Viagra started out yeah it's it's supposed, supposed to be to help to help keep people's blood pressure low which makes sense because you know that's how you get an erection it's the blood pressure that goes down to you well ecstasy started out they used <laughs> to give ecstasy to to people who were
2: overweight so they wouldn't eat that much because if you take an ecstasy pill you
3: you don't want to eat you, you you don't have you're you're not hungry. Sidden Selden fail. Okay, Blair. Hey, here's the question. Let's say it does it it does prove that Viagra can help with dementia and anxiety after all of these clinical trials that they're going to perform. Do you think it's about time now that they come out with different colors, like have the blue one for the erection and maybe a purple one for the anxiety? Uh, the all and maybe an orange one for the dementia, like kind of separate them. You know, have some flavors maybe for marketing purposes. You'd have to uh, ask the people that make Viagra. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's been blue for a while now. I think we need a variety pack. It could be like M&Ms. You know how M&Ms come in different colors, but they're all the same flavor? That's how Viagra should be. Mm. Just, just throw some via- uh, variety in it. Why do you think they made Viagra blue? I like, don't know. Maybe they were inspired. Did spy- it be good blue balls? Ha! I didn't think of that. Is is that why? Because that's what it helps with. You know what? I'm gonna take your word for it. That that makes perfect sense. At first, I thought maybe they were trying to capitalize on the um the popularity of Breaking Bad, but I like your theory better. Well, like like
2: uh, like we said, when when it comes to your health and your well being, uh, we always look out for you. And 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 uh. Whoever knew that Viagra now could help fend off Alzheimer's and dementia.
3: Please remember,
1: John Osterlin is not a medical doctor.
2: But I just, uh, I I didn't believe this when I first saw it because uh, the, the number that they used. They said it cuts the risk of Alzheimer's by up to sixty-nine <laughs> percent. you know, really, for Viagra, I, I see what you're doing there. But no, that's uh, looks like we we may have a lot more people taking Viagra, and and for and for an, another reason. To, so so we won't get uh, Alzheimer's, and we and we won't
3: get dementia. Yeah, twenty years from now cure blindness. Let's see what happens. Wouldn't be something? Um
2: see, we're, we're we're always looking out for you. All right, coming up on the show. Uh there's a there's a new wine. And it and it's it's an Oreo flavored. And uh boy, living these days is something. Really, whoever thought that you you you'd get Oreo flavored wine? We will tell you about that. And the last Popeye's buffet here in Louisiana just closed down. Now I've never seen a Popeye's buffet, but could you imagine a, a, a Popeye's buffet? And and if Popeye's was going to have buffets, why weren't there buffets in McDonald's and? Wendy's and places like that. Could you imagine if those places had buffets? You think there's a lot of Americans that are overweight now? My God, if those restaurants ever, ever said, you know what, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go with a buffet. My God, hang out with us. We've got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou ninety-five point seven, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Today is National Lard Day. Are you a fan of lard? No. I think lard used to be bigger in our country than it is.
3: Uh To be honest, I don't. I don't, don't think, think I know what lard is. Was it like fat butter or something like that? It's lard. Would I, I don't know what lard is.
2: Well today today is national lard day. Okay. Lard Coleman. See you're like me. You're you're you don't eat everything. There's there's <laughs> a, there's a lot of things you don't eat.
3: I have a very limited palate, yes.
2: I have some friends and I know some people, some family members they'll eat anything. They, they, and they do. They they eat anything and everything, but I'm I'm not like that. And um I'm not the biggest Lard fan, but today is National Lard Day. So uh, have a... En- enjoy it.
3: Well, praise the lard.
2: Yeah. Lardy, lardy, lardy. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station by you ninety five point seven New Orleans only classic rock station good morning I'm John Osterland. so there's a there's an actress oh and by the way happy lard day today is lard day and Coleman if you want to know what lard is lard is a semi-solid white fat product obtained by rendering the fatty tissue of a pig
3: yeah, fat butter, that's what I said.
2: Yeah, they used to use lard a lot like we use butter now. They used to just spread lard on things, even though it really doesn't taste like anything, and and it, and it's, uh, it doesn't smell like anything either.
3: The pig always never ceases to amaze me.
2: It amazes me that lard has its own day. That Everything it... has its own day these days. It is. <laughs> well, happy lard day. To you and yours. I was just reading about the actress Rebel Wilson, who has made headlines because she just lost 70 pounds. All right, great job. But she said, Coleman, that her management team wasn't thrilled about that. Because She was making millions of dollars being the fat, funny girl in, uh. in in movies and 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 things, and when she was losing the weight, her managers, her management team said, "Well, slow down here I mean you 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 and then because you get paid millions of dollars, we make because we're your management, we make lots of money off of that." So we're not thrilled to see you losing all of this weight. She's basically saying that her management team would rather her be unhealthy because she's making, and
3: she's making them, a lot of money. That's horrible. That's her management team telling her that the only reason she's funny was because she was fat. Like, it's impossible to be healthy and funny but it's not you can be healthy and still be funny why does the fat have to add to the funniness uh, is, the management, is the management team saying the only reason you're getting hired was because of your fat not because of your funny because she can still be funny right yeah
2: but I think there's something more to being fat and funny than just being funny
3: wow I don't don't uh, you I don't know so that's like saying I don't I I, I don't know. It's it, that's like saying would Chris Farley
2: have been as funny if he was an overweight?
3: That's a this is a good uh, question. Does fat add to the funny? And if if so, do fat people have an advantage when it comes to comedic roles? Watching
2: Just- a fat person do do something, I think is 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 more entertaining than than watching a skinny person do something. <laughs>
3: What's that, what does that say about us as a society? That, hey, that wouldn't be as funny if you were in shape. But since you're fat, hey, you're doing... So it's like saying fat people doing normal things is just funny because they're fatter. That's horrible. That is horrible of us. And I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's also bad that we... That, that's how we are.
2: The actress Rebel Wilson has made headlines... For her over 70-pound weight loss, uh, evidently um, she went public with this on her social media. And I guess during the during the pandemic, she said she's going to lose weight. And she did. But she said, quote, I got a lot of pushback from my own management team. Fire them. Actually, here in Hollywood when I said, okay, I'm gonna do this year of health. I feel like I'm really gonna physically transform and change my life. And my management team were like, why? Why would you do that? Because I was earning millions of dollars being the funny fat girl and being that person.
3: Wow, this text says, Kevin Hart wouldn't be as funny if he was taller uh Inglaces would not be nearly as funny if he lost that's horrible <laughs> that's bad so it, it, it's telling me that your physical appearance adds to your funniness like you can't be a normal person and be funny you have to have some kind of uh physical you you don't have to i mean there are, like, there, like, there
2: are plenty of funny people who aren't fat there are plenty of of skinny comedians there, there are plenty of people like that. But when you make it and you start making millions of dollars as something, and in this case, a, a fat, funny woman, her management was saying, slow down here. What are you doing? You know, you're, you're you're supporting us and you're making a lot of money for yourself and for us, and you're making money because you're in movies. You're funny, but you happen to be overweight as well. Why would you risk that? Why would you, and and obviously the answer to that question is because I want
3: to be healthy. Yeah, because you would think now we've come to this uh, precipice in society where we're so focused on mental health. You know, mental health is the number one thing. uh, Take days off work for your mental health. Stop doing things for your mental health. Don't go to the Olympics if it's for your mental health. Oh, but your physical health, though, screw that. We need you to be fat. Screw your mental health. I mean, screw your physical health, your mental health, yeah, take care of that. But your actual physical health, no, we need that because your fat was our money maker. That is horrible. That mental health
2: deal that's only been over the last couple of years, the last the last few years the the whole mental health.
3: Imagine losing a job because you're not fat. or imagine losing fans because you you're you're a little bit taller. Like Kevin Hart decides to get an operation to make him the size of a normal person. Oh, it's not funny anymore because he's tall. It just it just sucks that your physical your physical stature dictates what somebody finds you entertaining or not. I just think that sucks. Rebel Wilson's
2: breakthrough role was as Fat Amy in the 2011 movie Pitch Perfect, and uh, that solidified just how connected her appearance was to her fame. And although the role led her to be recognized as one of Hollywood's top comedy actresses, Uh, she said that she knew there were aspects of her health, namely her relationship with food that needed to be addressed. I mean, she admits she used to eat a big tub of ice cream every night. And, And when she's lost this over 70 pounds now, she said she had to stop doing that.
3: Well, good for her. I think she should fire her management team. If Rebel Wilson has real talent, her outward appearance shouldn't matter. She should still be able to be successful without the fat. Well, she's from England.
2: And uh, that, that's interesting how uh, her management team didn't agree with her weight loss because she was making so much money being the, the fat, funny woman.
3: If she loses money because she's getting healthier, that just sucks for society, man. It sucks. Yeah, that's something, huh? Yeah. All right,
2: coming up next, it's this morning's Big O. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. you 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterlin. It's time for this morning's, well since it's a little bit after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh!
4: Oh! 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 oh.
2: And I always want to get your take on the Big O. And this morning, I just read... Where the last Popeye's chicken buffet restaurant, the last Popeye's buffet in the world, has closed for good. Oh. Now I have never seen a Popeye's buffet. Uh, I I as a matter of fact, I just had Popeye's uh, a couple of days ago. I'm a big fan of Popeye's fried chicken, but the last Popeye's buffet was in Lafayette, Louisiana, and it just uh, closed for good. Now, Now, that particular Popeye's will still sell Popeye's chicken like all the other Popeye's restaurants do, but they are closing their buffet. Could could you imagine going into a, a, not just a Popeye's buffet, but any fast food restaurant if they decided
3: to do a buffet? I think that's the real tragedy because I've never known Popeye's to have a buffet and now that I've known that it it existed at one point, and I didn't get a chance to experience it, that's the real tragedy for me. I wish I had known about this Popeyes years ago so I could at least try the buffet once just to see what it's like. Yeah, I feel feel like I'm the loser here because
2: I I missed out on, I, I, I couldn't imagine being really, really hungry and then going to a Popeyes buffet. You 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 pay one price and now you could eat as much Popeyes as you can possibly
3: eat. Yeah, they dropped the ball on marketing. Imagine that saying this is the last one in the world, come get it while you can. They could have took advantage of that being the, you know, the last buffet on the planet. It could have been a tourist attraction, like the last blockbuster. Yeah, um, and evidently this was a pretty big
2: deal In Lafayette but not anymore and that got me thinking about buffets in general which I'm a big fan of even though you know you in life buffets are like life you take the good with the bad obviously the good about buffets are you pay one price and and boy you can eat as much of exactly what you want to eat because you're the one who 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 picks it out
3: yeah you get to customize your dish
2: but that's the that's the bad side of the buffet you've got all these different people walking up there and and
3: they're grabbing the same food that you are well, how's that different from Thanksgiving dinner? Isn't that the same concept? You know, it's just a bunch of people in one small space grabbing all the food with the tongs and the, the forks and just grabbing whatever they want.
2: But for the most part, Coleman, when you're doing that on Thanksgiving or or any holiday, any holiday meal, you usually at least know the people or have an idea about the people that you're sharing food with. When it comes to buffets, you don't know the, the 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 people that are walking up there that are that are grabbing the food like you like to grab the food.
3: Yeah, we could say that about any restaurant. You don't know who's in the kitchen fixing your food and what they're doing with it. You just sit down and you kind of hope for the best, right? You know, Las Vegas it's
2: mostly known for for gambling because for a long time that was the only place where you could you where you could legally gamble. A lot of different legal ways here in the United States. But the other thing that Las Vegas was known for, because when people traveled there to gamble, they, they needed to eat too. So the, the hotels, they all set up
3: giant, amazing buffets. Dude, the one we went to, Silver Slipper Casino. That when we went to that buffet, each each it was like three. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six. It was like seven different buffets. Each one had its own theme. Like there was an Indian buffet, a Chinese buffet, a Spanish buffet, a Jamaican buffet. Like they had their own a seafood buffet. Like there were seven buffets in one. So you can literally get a dish from around the world on one plate. That's what's amazing
2: about buffets. And you're right, the Silver Slipper Casino buffet is amazing. It's fantastic. Um, here in New Orleans, they they have, on, on Canal Street, they have Harrah's, the casino, and that used to have a great buffet in it. But ever since the pandemic, that buffet is gone. I mentioned on the show not long ago, I used to enjoy that buffet, and I'd go in there just for the buffet. I'd go to Harrah's not to gamble, but I would go to Harris just to just to chow down. That buffet is gone since the pandemic. Aww. You know, I walked in there a few weeks ago and I walked by where the buffet used to be and there's nothing there anymore. Nothing. Nada.
3: This text says the Popeye's on uh the Popeyes buffet was on Canal Street at one point. They had a Popeyes buffet on Canal Street. They did have a Pop they did have a buffet at that Popeye's? I guess so. I never seen it. <laughs> I'm assuming they're correct. This text says three words windows potato bar Wendy's potatoes bar. Okay Wendy's oh the, the the Wendy's
2: potato bar where you could put anything you want on your on your potato
3: I think the good of a buffet outweighs the negative. Yeah, I get it. You have to wait in line Some people might not be able to be tall enough like kids to reach the sneeze guards or whatever But for the most part the fact that you can just go up and just pick whatever you want you don't have to uh, you don't have to be worried about whether or not the the, the cook accidentally put cheese or mayonnaise on your burger because you're in charge of it, and you can customize it. Meaning, I can get chicken. Like we went to Golden Corral not too long ago. Uh, was it last year? Sometime. Well, uh, yeah. I know. I think now it's a couple of years ago we went. Um,
2: but Golden Corral is another great example. That's my favorite kind. That place obviously makes money. It's a it's a it's a good business. But if you if you've been in the Golden Corral and you look at some of the people that walk up to the buffet, you're thinking to yourself, do I do I really want to follow this person?
3: I, I, I mean look at them. Dude, I love Golden Corral because you could do all kind of weird stuff. You can get a chicken breast and a piece of steak, then you could put pickles on a salad. Sometimes I take the sunflower seed and put it on top of the steak. The sunflower seed is meant for the salad bar. I would, dude, I would do all kind of weird stuff at Golden Corral, and nobody would be able to stop me. You know, and you go back to your seat with your plate and like, what the hell did you just make up? I'm like, just mind your business. This is the point of a buffet, and that's the great point of of
2: the buffet. Not only can you get As much as you want but you can you can mix it up any different way and 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 it's buffets are pretty much the only place you can do that and that's what I wanted to ask you this morning when I saw the news of the last Popeyes buffet in the world has just closed for good in Lafayette Louisiana I I wanted to ask you does the good outweigh the bad when it comes to buffets because I know other people who won't go near a buffet because there are just so many other people that they don't know and, 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 and and they could be dirty. They, they they don't want to, they don't want to deal with that. This is a two part question this morning. When it comes to buffets, does the good outweigh the bad? And I would always say yes, because I love buffets. I mean, the, the, the buffets like at the Silver Slipper mm-hmm. or, or the casinos in Las Vegas or the one that used to be in the casino here in New Orleans at Harris. I used to love those buffets because I, I could get exactly what I wanted and I could get any amount of it. and And to me, that was better than the other people who may or may not be dirty, yeah, who, who, who walk up there a,
3: a, and get their food. And for those who are skeptical about that, I'm thinking if you can eat at a family dinner like Thanksgiving dinner, if you can eat at a birthday party, if you can eat at a cookout in a park with flies flying around the barbecue grill, if you can do a backyard cookout, if you can do any of these things, you should be able to eat at a... Uh, At a buffet as well, because it's the same amount of risk involved. You know, you go to a birthday party in the park and they're grilling in the middle of the field with mosquitoes and flies buzzing around the hot dogs. If you can eat at a family dinner, Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner with a whole bunch of family members and in-laws just picking up, you know, in the pots, you could. If you can get at a kid's birthday party, especially eat the cake after the kid blew the candle out, you can definitely eat at a buffet. And I'm a big fan of Golden
2: Corral. (laughs) I'm 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 a big fan of that. I mean, what a, what an amazing concept. You, you, They have all of these different types of foods that you can go and, and you can get exactly what you want and exactly how much of it you want. That's fantastic. Yeah, the other side of the coin, the rest of the public ca- can do that. And you look at some people and you're like, man, do
3: I wanna be... Well, this text says, I'm eating Chinese buffet now for lunch. Thanks, guys. Cool. Mm-hmm. Chinese buffet, that was one of that, w- that was
2: one of my favorites. The good old days.
5: Yeah, Brewster, that music's cranked. Today we had Chinese buffet. It's my favorite. I've lived all over the place. I've never seen a Chinese buffet this good on the a- <laughs> Never. So happy it made me write a song. <clears throat> I was working full-time FM95. You got me a hanker in for low main. I looked around and what I found when it came right down. The chow and rice down. Two guys at work who felt the same. Wonton, egg drop, vegetables from a wok. Chicken, pork, or beef, it's OK. Crab Rangoon, we'll see you soon. We're going to swoon like we're on the moon. Hey, Brewster, hey. you know where we're going, right? We're going to our favorite place, everybody. Chinese Cafe. Go up 12 times. They don't care. Chinese Buffet. Bring back your old plate. They will stare.
0: Chinese
5: Buffet. I think I love
2: you. I mean, I absolutely, absolutely love the Chinese Buffet. I love the Golden Corral Buffet. I love the Buffet at Silver Slipper. I, I loved the buffet that was in the Casino Harrah's here in New Orleans, but now that's gone. I want to ask you if you're listening right now. It's a two-part question. Do you love the buffet, or is it is it just with all the other people that go up there? No, you just can't deal with it. And the second part, since this last Popeye's buffet in the world just closed down, if there was any place, any restaurant that you could pick that had a buffet, what would it be? Could you imagine a McDonald's buffet? Could you imagine that? Text us, 504-260-9595. Keep your text short. If it's good, we'll read it coming up next on the show. And please never text while you're driving. It's a two-part buffet question this morning on The Big O, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. I never thought I'd see the day where somebody shot another person in a library. And that just happened up in Laval, Quebec, Canada. Of all the places, you'd you'd never think you would see someone shoot another person. Inside of a library is one of those places. And, And a public library. The librarian said she's angry because the gunman didn't use the silencer. <laughs> Can't be making that much noise in, in libraries. But I, I never thought I'd see that in my life. Somebody shot another person in a library. I remember we used to go to libraries for books to read them and check them out. Now in a lot of public libraries in inner cities, people go there for uh, free pornography. Because they can get online and they can they can sit down at a computer and they can they can get their porn. Yeah,
3: here's the reenactment.
2: That happened. Coming up next, your texts on this morning's big O. Are you a buffet person? Does the good outweigh the bad? I mean obviously we can we can eat as much of anything that exactly we want to eat at a buffet and that's what's great about it. But what's not great about it is all the other people who are sticking their hands in there. And, and uh, um, Does the good outweigh the bad when it comes to buffets? And we asked you that this morning because the last Popeye's buffet in the world just closed in Lafayette, Louisiana. Boy, a Popeye's buffet. And what restaurant would you love to see have a buffet? How about a Burger King buffet? Is that something that you would like? Your texts on buffet next here on bayou 95.7 new orleans only classic rock station bayou 95.7 new orleans only classic rock station the great allison change there the other day on the show i mentioned how i saw on the internet there was a poll question who was the best seattle grunge band and and they they named the big four it, you could pick from either Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Soundgarden, or Pearl Jam. And Nirvana won pretty handily. And, and that's because they were the grunge band that hit it massive first, and they kicked the door in for all the other grunge bands. But I'll be honest with you. Is Nirvana really that much better than Alice in Chains or Soundgarden or Pearl Jam? And there's only one of those bands that have a long body of work, and that's Pearl Jam.
3: You know, when I listen to Pearl Jam sing, they don't sound grungy to me. They sound really clean, if that if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, it's just because they came out of the same place as those same other bands around the same time. That's why they're categorized with them. But you're right, Coleman. They don't. They don't. They don't sound, especially as they went on. They 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 don't they don't sound very grunge, um, but I, but I thought that was interesting and and how the the next generation of people look at Nirvana as as the leaders of that crew, and that's just because they they came first. They even though even though Soundgarden and Alice in Chains uh, were around longer than than Nirvana, they were together before Nirvana was it was it was Nirvana who gets the credit because they hit it commercially big time uh, before all the other bands did. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was about uh, the last Popeye's buffet is, is, is closed for good, and that is in Lafayette, Louisiana. And I'm thinking to myself, I never saw a Popeye's buffet. And it got me thinking about buffets and how awesome they are. Like we mentioned the Silver Slipper Buffet. Uh, And and out in Vegas, I mean, it was known for gambling. That's why people went there, but they had to eat. And Las Vegas became known for buffets as well, as every one of those massive hotels on the Strip had an incredible buffet. And it got me thinking about how much I like Golden Corral.
3: That's my favorite. You get weird at Golden Corral.
2: And and I love buffets, but to some people, the good doesn't outweigh the bad. Obviously, the good is we can have as much of what it, exactly whatever we want, and pay one price. The bad is, well, other people go up there, and and you look at how many people are disgusting, and 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 now you're you're standing behind them to to, to get your food. I asked you a two-part question this morning. For you, does the good outweigh the bad at buffets like it does for me? And since there was a Popeye's buffet here, and I never had gone to a Popeye's buffet, which restaurant would you like to see a buffet at? Like like a Wendy's or something
3: like that? Uh, Ray Morero says, I love buffets. And Super Popeye's on Veterans had an, au- <laughs> an awesome buffet, even with Mexican food. Did not know that.
2: Wow, Mexican Popeyes.
3: This text says, "Hey guys, I love a good buffet. You can just get, you can get about just about anything you want. But going to Corral? Hell no! After all the things they've been caught doing with their food, I would never ever go there again." Interesting. Well, That's any restaurant though, right? Green Bay Billy says, "John, I don't know what you're thinking about when you go to buffets. I'm not thinking about who I'm behind. I'm thinking about the good food." No, no, I'm with you, Billy. I, I I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Um. The good outweighs the
2: bad for me at buffets. I just know people that just get skeeved out when they hear the word buffet because so many other people are up there, and we don't know where those people have been. We don't know when the last time they bathed. We we don't know any of that.
3: This one uh, is a response to the family dinner thing. Just because you're related to them doesn't mean that they don't pick their nose be- uh, before touching the tongs.
2: Yeah, if you can, if, if, if you're going to complain about the buffet, you could complain... Anytime you go you, a uh, family holiday dinner, you because you, you don't know what, even though you're related to
3: them, like that texture just said, you don't know what the hell's going on with them. Aloysius says, anyone too scared to eat at a buffet should never eat outside their house.
4: <laughs>
3: Deshae says, I hate buffets because I cannot eat a lot and I waste my money. Well, that's good for you, Deshae. No, because she, she doesn't get all she wants. Think about it. It's so an all-you-can-eat buffet. You pay about $30, but you only eat like $15 worth of food. You just wasted $15. Well, no. Then then go go back
2: before you leave and, and take it to go.
3: This text says, if McDonald's had a buffet, you still wouldn't be able to get ice cream.
2: <laughs> Could you imagine a McDonald's buffet? I'm just trying to, I'm trying to wrap my mind and my arms around a Popeye's fried chicken buffet. The last one just closed um could you imagine you you pick your, a place you love to eat and and it's a buffet all of a sudden
3: yeah could you imagine a food fight at a popeye's buffet those biscuits would be hard like bricks by that time you could just throw them at somebody's head mm. this text says i would love to see a ruth chris steakhouse buffet wow what would that cost <laughs> right that was my first that was my first thought this text says a chick-fil-a buffet now you're talking Blindly says, "I love some Chinese buffet. Back in my day, uh, there was a Pizza Hut buffet with the salad bar. Bring that back." I remember the Pizza Hut salad bar. You'd 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 go
2: in, you'd sit down, the waiter or waitress would come up to you, and they'd say, "Do you know what you want?" Well, yeah, I want a pizza with this, this, and that, and I also want the salad bar. And then he they would just say. Go, go help yourself to the
3: salad bar. I remember I went to a Piccadilly and I accidentally confused the cabbage with the lettuce. I thought it was lettuce because I thought I never had cabbage before and I hate cabbage. And I accidentally put the cabbage in like it was lettuce thinking I'm going to have this great salad. And I taste, it was the worst, worst experience. Anna says, no, because due to the set prices, I cannot eat all that I'm going to, uh, I, I cannot eat it all and I'm not going to be able to take it home for the next day. A local grocery store has a great buffet because they wear the cost of what you pick. Hmm. One Bayou Cajun says, a minute ago you were talking about a fat actor losing weight. Now we're talking about Popeyes and buffets. Yes. We're all inclusive here, uh, Bayou Cajun. This show has something for everybody. This text says, there's a place in the Midwest called Panderosa, and they have an ice cream buffet. Dude, could you imagine a, a liquor buffet where you could take shots of whiskey and bourbon and vodka and gin, and you could just mix your liquors up? What would that cost you? Want one price when you walk in. I think it's sort of like a beer fest, I guess.
2: And by the way, if, if you weren't listening earlier this morning, what that texter was talking about, we were talking about the actress Rebel Wilson, who has lost a lot of weight, over 70 pounds, but her management team wasn't that happy because she made millions of dollars being the fat, funny actress. And, think, and and her management was like, well, wait a minute. Why are you losing all that weight? You know, we're making all
3: this money with you being big like that. What, what are you doing? All right. I think this is the best. I would love a Hooters buffet, but not the food, the Hooters. That would be awesome. Just going around, just looking at Hooters and <laughs> speaking. I like those Hooters. Oh, wait. I like those Hooters as well. Well, thank you very much for your texts.
2: We always appreciate them. And, and we ask you to text us anytime during the show. It uh, doesn't matter what we're talking about. And if, you, if your text is good, we will read it on the show and, and always keep them short and and never, ever text while you're driving. Boy, now I'm thinking about buffets. Now I'm thinking about Hooters. You're thinking about Hooters. Yeah, I'm thinking about Hooters too now. Hooters and buffets. All right, uh, coming up. We still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Don't we have a big announcement coming up? Oh, that's tomorrow morning at yeah. 8.05. We have, we, have a, we have a big announcement tomorrow morning at 8.05. Um, but we still got the dumbest thing I read all morning this morning. And I, I've got a list of some things that uh, are illegal, but people do them regularly anyways. Hang out with us. We still got a lot to get to on the show. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. Tomorrow morning at this time, we will have a major announcement. Make sure you tune in uh, just after 8. Tune in at 8. Or tune in before 8. But uh, right around this time, tomorrow morning, we will have a major announcement here at Bayou 95.7. You know what I just learned and I didn't know
1: I learned something today.
2: Do you realize that there are seven keys, seven physical keys that control the main database behind the entire internet? I did not know that. 14 people on the planet have seven physical keys that control the main database behind the entire internet, those keys are spread around the world and and those people are spread around the world who have those keys and those keys are all in safe deposit boxes. So obviously, they have two people for each key in case something happens to one of those People, they drop dead.
3: I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a physical plate. Well, I guess they had to have a physical server, but I didn't know there was one. One hub that controls the entire internet. There are seven keys, Coleman, that control
2: the entire internet.
3: That is not reassuring to me. That seems very flimsy.
2: And what I want to know is who are the people that are trusted with these keys, and, and how did they get that gig?
3: Maybe Alicia Keys is one of them.
2: Well, seven people... There's seven keys, and they have fourteen people. Obviously, two per people per key in case something happens to one of those people. But they 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 control the entire internet, and like I mentioned, they're spread out around the world. I guess you don't want to get them too close to each other.
3: I guess it's like Captain Planet. When their powers combine, they just, I don't know, can shut the server down or restart the Internet or something. Who knows? Well, yesterday there was an issue with
2: Amazon, their website. And because there there was a problem with that, there were a bunch of other websites that were affected by that. And yesterday, for some time, people couldn't get on the Amazon website they 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 and and because of that there were other websites they they couldn't get on i mean we we've just become so used to grabbing our cell phone or or sitting down at a, at a whether it's a, a laptop or a computer and being able to to get to wherever we want to go on the internet that not being able to and I remember, it wasn't that long ago when Facebook was down for uh, a few hours during the day, one day, not that long ago. Yeah,
3: that was a Facebook issue, not an internet issue. You can still do internet stuff. You just couldn't do Facebook stuff. But I'm hoping that these people with these keys are like the Maytag repairman, like they really don't have anything else to do. Hopefully they never have to use those keys for whatever reason. But
2: there are seven physical keys, literal keys that they they control the entire internet. And 14 people have access
3: to those seven keys. That's one for each continent. And that's why they're spread all over the world. I feel sorry for the people that have the Antarctica keys.
2: But did you know that?
3: No, I did not.
2: I I, I didn't know that either that that the entire internet is controlled by seven keys. And, and I guess these people who have the keys or access to the keys because the keys are all locked in safe deposit boxes, I guess those 14 people uh, have the keys to those safe deposit boxes.
3: I guarantee you they all wear glasses too.
2: But who are these people? And I guess the, the the public can't find out who these people are. How did they get to be in that position? How did they get to be one of the people who, who has access to, 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 to one of the keys that controls the entire Internet?
3: Hard work, dedication, and a vast knowledge of HTML language.
2: Yeah, some dope. Is it? Is not going to have one one of the keys? One of the seven keys? That's that. I mean, I I just can't believe the entire internet is controlled by by a key. And there are seven of them spread around the globe, and there are fourteen people that have access to those keys. That's pretty mind blowing if you really think about it. Coming up on the show, I still have the dumbest thing I read all morning. Plus, I've got this list of things that are illegal but that people do all the time. Uh, People breaking the law all the time and it doesn't seem to be a very big deal hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7 New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7 New Orleans' only classic rock station. I've got a list of a few things that are illegal but aren't ethically wrong. Things that um things that people do they 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 break the law regularly but they just Keep doing it. Um, for for instance, pirating media. That is ethically wrong. Is it ethically wrong if you have a friend that gives you their code to get into, what, Netflix or, or something like that? or?
3: But no, that's not pirating, right? Pirating is when you bootleg something, right?
2: No, no, if, if you watch something that you're not paying for—that's pirating.
3: Well, that means every restaurant pirates, like when they have a super, when they have a game on at Lucy's, that's not pirating if everybody's there to watch the game. But the the
2: the restaurant, the bar, Coleman is paying right for that game. So if you're so they're they're paying money, so people could come into their establishment
3: to watch that game. Yeah. So if you're at a friend's house. And they and they have Netflix and you and they give you the code to watch their Netflix. Is somebody still paying for Netflix, right? Well, the person who is
2: watching it is not paying for it, and that's
3: illegal. Uh, I don't I don't know about that because I, I I think there's a lot of people who share their Netflix accounts with other people, but somebody's paying for it. I, I don't know how. It is. I see what but, you're but, saying. But, oh, you, all right, if they if they're watching it on that person's account, not making an account for them. Exactly. All right, I'm thinking like cause exactly. You know, all right, yeah, yeah, that's stealing. Okay, I get it, but that is ethically wrong. <laughs> well, they're
2: watching it for free. Their friend is paying net uh, the 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 Netflix service fee or whatever service fee they're paying, and and not just with watching something, but music. Pirating music. Once again, that's ethically wrong. No, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to do that, but people do it all the time.
3: But it's still ethically wrong. That's the point.
2: Is it ethically wrong? Yes, if that's stealing. If you're able to do it
3: for free, and you do it for free, yes, that's that's ethically wrong. Yes, then that's what the steal music. People still do it, but they're not supposed to. Well. Paying for someone else's parking meter is illegal. No, I don't think that's ethically wrong. I think, if anything, that's an act of kindness. Because there's a
2: car parked there, and that person who, who put that car there is not paying for that parking meter. Someone else paid for it.
3: I don't see how that's ethically wrong. I think that's doing somebody a service. And the city's still getting their money, so it shouldn't really matter.
2: So you don't think that's ethically wrong. Right, because that's not stealing. But you think think watching someone pirating something on television or pirating music that a friend of yours may have, you think that's ethically
3: wrong? Right, because somebody's losing out. If, If you bootleg somebody's music, the artist is losing out on money they could have for producing that music. But the city isn't losing out on money for somebody else Paying for somebody else's parking spot, they're still getting their money either way. So no, that's not ethically wrong. But pirating music, somebody's losing out on that dollar ninety nine for that song download. So yes, that's ethically wrong. Um, sleeping in your
2: car is illegal. What? It's, I thought it's not legal to sleep in your car
3: They mean why it's on the road driving right they don't mean like in your parking lot or I mean in your driveway you're, right you're not supposed to sleep in a car anywhere. I thought a car was an extension of your home when you're away from home, so if you can sleep at your home, shouldn't it make sense that you should be able to sleep in your car? Sleeping in your car is not legal but that's 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 stupid it should be.
2: You know, Coleman, I was in a park not that long ago, and and I saw a sign that said no loitering in a park. What else are you supposed to do in a park other other than loiter? <laughs> jog. <laughs> yeah, okay, you can jog in a park. Yeah, but, barbecue. But you're, but you're still, I mean, if you're sitting on a bench in a park, aren't you loitering?
3: Unless you're reading a book or something. I don't know. That That's another dumb law.
2: How about jaywalking and crossing the street when there are no cars coming? I think we all do that, but that technically is against the law.
3: I, I'm, I'm still on a fence whether that's ethically wrong or not. Nah, it ain't. Because you're not putting anybody at risk. If you t- You're putting yourself at risk if you decide to jaywalk. <laughs> See, I don't think any of these things are ethically no, wrong. the pirating thing I think is ethically wrong. because somebody, Yeah, because somebody's losing out on money. If you, if I download a song for $1.99, the artist gets their money, but I give you the song for free, they're losing out on that $1.99 that you were supposed to give them for that song. So, yeah, somebody's losing out on money for pirating. Yeah, so I think that's ethically wrong. But back in the day
2: when we would just get a blank cassette tape and we would we would record songs that we like off of our friends' albums. Yeah, that was wrong of our...
3: That was wrong. That was ethically wrong. <laughs> yeah, somebody's losing out on money. Yes, that's pirating music. That's wrong. <laughs> and the last thing
2: on my list uh, that are illegal but aren't ethically wrong:
3: prostitution. I don't think that should be illegal. It shouldn't it. be illegal. That, no, that's that's. I don't see how that's. I don't even I mean, think that's, that's how, ethically wrong.
2: I mean, that's how many couples end up hooking up. A, a man has to go pay for something for a woman so she will do sex with him, whether it's whether it's dinner, a movie, wh- wh- whatever it is. A, a man has to spend money to get a woman to, to do sex with him. Isn't that one form of prostitution when when
3: when prostitution across the board is illegal? It shouldn't be. See, the fact that two consenting adults is exchanging a good in service for money, that's that's economics, that's business. That's That shouldn't be illegal. That's not ethically wrong, or, nor should it be illegal. I mean, sex between
2: two consenting adults happens all the time. Why if one of them gives the other one a few dollars, gives them some money for that, why is that illegal?
3: I have no idea. I think somebody's feelings got hurt and they made it into a law. That's what I think. But like George Collins said, doing sex is legal and selling stuff is legal. So why is selling doing sex illegal? It doesn't make any sense at all. And it's stupid.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's illegal. It's not ethically wrong. It happens all the time. I don't know. I just There were, there were some, some, some things there that, that, that I think we all do that are that are technically and literally illegal, but it shouldn't be in their- they're
3: No, pirating should be. I think the pirate, pirating music and pirating movies should be illegal, yes. That's wrong. Even sharing them with your friends. You can let them listen to it in your car, but actually making them a, a physical copy that they can use at their leisure, yes, that should be illegal, that's wrong. All right, coming up next on the show, I've got
2: the dumbest thing I read all morning, and and, and this is a doozy. I never knew that this actually happened, and I don't think you did either. Uh, Stay with us for that next, here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, I'm John Osterland. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Dozens of camels barred from Saudi Arabia beauty contest over Botox. (laughs) I had no idea that every year they have a beauty contest for camels in the country of Saudi Arabia. Now, isn't this the same country that either just let female human beings drive cars or, or still doesn't let? female human beings drive automobiles. Uh, I think they just let female humans drive cars. But this is the same country, Saudi Arabia, that for a long time, every year, has a camel beauty contest. Well, now there's a problem with that beauty contest, Coleman, because Saudi authorities have conducted their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contestants that received Botox injections and other artificial touch-ups. The state-run Saudi press agency just reported this, saying that over 40 camels have been disqualified from the annual beauty pageant.
3: In all fairness, camels do have a lot—do have a lot of humps. If you're into that sort of thing, those lovely lady lumps.
2: It's a very popular contest that they have <laughs> every year in Saudi Arabia. Oh my goodness! It's called the King Abdullah's Camel
3: Festival. A lot of exposed camel too at those festivals too. It recently uh, kicked off. And it, it, it
2: invites camel breeders to submit and to enter the most beautiful camels to compete for some $66 million in prize money.
3: You know what? I was judging them at first, but if they got $66 million at first, you and I, we had to go find a camel get in on this. Uh, Botox injections, facelifts,
2: and other cosmetic alterations... To make the camels more attractive. To who? Are strictly prohibited. (laughs) Jurors decide the winner based on the shape of the camels' heads, necks, humps, dress, and postures.
3: This is a lot to take in. It's a camel beauty contest. Do we have the same thing in America, like with horses and dogs, like dog pageants and horse pageants, or is it just... No, we, well, we have the, the, the
2: dog contest every year with the Westminster, which is, which is huge, but that's not for just how the dogs look, that's for how they conduct themselves and act as oh, well.
3: So the, the camels over there don't do tricks and stuff, they don't like roll over, play dead or nothing like that, they just look good.
2: <laughs> no, I've just learned about oh this is the most this is crazy. I've just learned about this camel. Um and and again, it, it's the, it's very popular in Saudi Arabia. It's called the King Abdullah's Camel Festival. And and this is they're trying to find the the most beautiful camel in...
3: Saudi Arabia, and that breeder gets sixty-six million dollars. Well, while while women are just now getting their driver's license permit. Yes, My same God.
2: country, Saudi Arabia.
3: Wow. I'm I at a loss.
2: Coleman, it's a month-long festival.
3: Got a lot of toes.
2: So the, the 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 festival lasts a month, and um. It's very popular. It's been going on for a long time, and and it's it just kicked off a few days ago. It's going on right now as we speak, but for the first time ever, they 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 uh they disqualified over forty camels because of uh, things like Botox injections,
3: breast implants,
2: facelifts, and other cosmetic. Alterations. Well, the dozens of camels who have been barred from the Saudi beauty contest over over Botox, the very popular month-long King Abdullah's Camel Festival. Wow, they're shaking things up over there. That's the uh, that's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Dun,
4: dun, 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 dun.